0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast, this is Keith here. So in this episode we have me, Nate, and Ben all together, for the first time in a while. The dynamic trio, the triple action, whatever you want to call it. But we're back, we're at it. We're talking some stuff, we're having some conversations in episode 54 of the podcast. Welcome back to Pilgrims of Prodigals, Enjoy!
1: I would you, i would argue that abortion is much much worse
0: what are you doing ben <laughs> keep going no keep going keep going keep going
1: if not then let's talk about it and your last point is not in fact is not fact that is your opinion keith davis bold letters let me be on the podcast <sighs> i'm relentless with debating and i stay calm, cool, collected with facts. And I'll the three C's. To prove who
2: the hell? Who the hell is very this?
1: very ignorant. I just think that these are a guy I was arguing with today. Bullshit. Yeah, but who?
0: <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Nate, your picture is so clear today.
1: It is a code that I have lived by for years before now. What can I talk Final. about, why can't I talk about racism? Why can't I talk about white privilege? A fetus is a child. Every living person was a fetus at one point. Uh, that does not make it okay. God
0: damn it. Dude, I, I was honest with him. I told the guy what was on my mind.
1: is <laughs> Christopher Reader, I'm not done. Laugh out loud. Let's get this guy on the podcast hashtag tagging bin ashley
0: wait no no No! you got to read my comments to that other guy what? wait wait wait, wait. let me see be let me a see different thread. yes let me see that real quick okay <laughs> Dude, okay, okay, okay i was in
1: theater
0: <laughs> wait i gotta oh goodness where was it it was not the patrick guy who was that patrick keith by the way oh Keith, nicholas who is most
1: conservative friend who is, nicholas? He is completely ignorant and also old but <laughs> i respect his opinion because it's god dang america
0: who's nicholas hoffman i that's
1: he like... is a vehement a hermit alchemist
0: okay well uh let's uh this is what he said i don't know what he said <laughs> he said he said on this podcast or on the uh your post he said where does abortion fit in to this equation a bunch of people put in a bunch of stuff. Uh, I wrote, uh, oh, Religion has nothing to do with it. I love how whenever I have a conservative opinion, it comes back to my religious bias. Laughing face, laughing face, laughing face. Thanks, leftists. I didn't know that I was pushing religious beliefs on you. For me, it has nothing to do with Not God totally. and everything to do with the fact that we are letting a human decide what a life is uh, and a bunch. and what is a bunch of cells. I think it's funny that when we are defending evolution, we can call a single-cell organism life, but when a child is a burden on a mother, we can say it's a just a group of cells. Forget the fact that soon it will begin to move, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he said, hashtag triggered. Dude, my defense him. I said, Nicholas Hoffman. And I'm sure this guy's Nicholas cool. Nicholas Hoffman. I'm sure this guy's cool, but I, I, said, I said, laughing face, nice defense, bro. Two things. One, if you knew anyone in this chat, you'd see that nobody is triggered, just making logical trigger. points, which you are... Fully allowed to disagree with, I'm not, I meant to say I'm pissed off, but I put pushed off. I'm not, I'm not pissed off off because you disagree. Point two, uh, let me help your debating skills. A hashtag is not a very effective counter rebuttal. Once again, if you have any, if you have any logical points, you're more than welcome to change my mind. Uh, and we just went back and forth for a minute.
2: You just got like argumentative.
0: I did. Well, because all he Wait. said was hashtag triggered, and then when well, I made and then when I made an honest point back, he he just did it again. hashtag triggered.
2: Well, you, know, you know who you sound I, 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 like. say.
1: Stephen
0: Crowder. You just said that because I said change my mind.
2: No, 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 I didn't even think about that. But that's true. No, I drink your beer I mean, already. I was <laughs> to you got more. I was doing a lot of talking.
1: <laughs> I could not dream. Wait,
0: what'd you say, Nate? I
2: can't hear you that. You've gotten more opinionated and forceful with the way you speak since you started listening to them.
0: I have been because I, I listened to him, um, t- 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 Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro. Oh,
2: that is my guy.
0: Jordan, he's such Who's a logical guy. Such a logical guy. One second, Ben. I keep forgetting that you don't have. All right, Nate, give me some words.
2: I'm giving you some words. Some words, Betty Boy. Welcome
1: to the podcast.
0: All right, Ben, I'm going to put it to where you can hear him, but it's not too loud.
1: Okay. All right, Nate. I'm trying to
2: find, I'm trying to find a way to where I can yeah, I set this down and you can see me without me having to hold it the whole time. Oh,
1: look. I'm no. in this picture. Honestly, don't need these headphones.
2: Hey, uh, hey, do I, uh, did I just go... Did, did it, is this upright or is it crooked for you? Fuck it's <laughs> crooked <laughs> no that looks good dude looks good so my dude I'm not, I'm not sideways Damn,
0: this thing's squeaking now like, nice I'm not legs. sideways am
2: I WD, 40. wd
0: 39 ah, I'm drooling on myself
1: god dang it drooling
0: on myself nah, looks good like man like a
1: god dang animal
0: like a god dang leftist
1: <laughs> drooling on myself like a god dang leftist <laughs> Like a liberal.
0: I'm a human. Uh Ben, we're waiting on you, bro. And then
1: oh.
0: I'm gonna get it live streaming on Facebook whenever you're ready.
1: Okay,
3: hold on. <laughs> oh Nate, you look so loungy, bro.
2: I'm dude, I'm trying. It's it's tough, man. I need a back wrist. Oh
0: stop uh. it, stupid face.
1: Why? Oh, oh,
2: man! If there were some freaking outlets in this hotel room that actually worked, it would really help. Because my phone's only fifteen percent, I got to be able to charge it.
3: Wait, is that Facebook? Are we live?
2: No way, hold on.
0: We're not live yet.
1: Because I'm very displeased.
0: No, you see this little button that says "Oh, yeah." It's working now. Uh on. let's say. say something about what are we saying about this video, guys?
1: Much Poop sickles. No, god dang
0: it, kid. That's <laughs> not that's
1: not getting professional.
0: What what are we saying about this podcast, oh, fellas? Wow.
1: Where'd you what up what are do you doing with your hands? What
0: do you- That's do not
2: me. me,
1: what are you talking about? There's a midget behind you, <laughs> guys. Trying, trying to trying to juggle your cockles.
2: Dang, eh?
3: Hey you guys you know what I watched.
0: What are we saying about this episode? What
3: are we saying, Keith? God
0: dang <laughs> Episode number fifty-four.
3: Oh, uh, dude, Nate, you stop looking so god dang cool. Look at me.
1: I'm in I'm in dead Live
0: stream. Title The Whole Gang Is Here. And by gang I don't mean black people.
2: <laughs> and <Uh-oh. when> you- <laughs> You need to put uh, gallivanting in there because you forgot to last time. <laughs> the whole gang mm. is the whole gallivanting gang. Gosh
0: darn it, Darger is ga How do you spell gallivanting? I don't even. G a
2: l l Nope.
0: G-A-L-L-I-V. The whole gang is gallivanting here. All right. Oh, keep... we're th-
1: not fair. to live. Attractive.
0: What? We're live.
3: It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair at that's all. Fine. Keith looks too attractive.
2: No, I don't. What about me? I, uh,
3: that's what I meant. I meant you look too attractive. I, Keith's picture's too small. I can't tell how attractive he is. Look at him. You
0: Look, look at all him, his right.
3: Fortnite emotes.
0: You look all, look all right. At this
2: guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they are you doing no they're not, hold on, they're not long
1: enough oh no come on
3: i can't handle that type of stuff
0: all right yeah that should work Candle right the
3: type of stuff nate
0: right there
3: right oh. there dude this is how our, our freaking podcast is starting god dang it
0: uh no actually
3: please tell me
2: you don't have sound please. effects <laughs> Hey, uh, is this, um, is my voice loud enough still? I'm kind of further away now. Nope, you're fine, dude. Just make sure, if you're breathing, can we hear you?
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today we got a really fun episode because we have Nate and Ben back on the podcast for the first time in... Gersh, darn it, how long's it been, guys?
1: I ain't been on this goddamn podcast in three weeks, dear guy.
0: Oh, uh, it, we have Canadian Ben here Canadian tonight. Guy. Canadian Ben. And we have Chicago Nate.
2: Chicago? I really hate that. You just. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that name. Man, everybody you knows, to knows where it Nate's
1: uh, posted up at. <laughs> What's <laughs> up, Over Chicago there, Nate? In Chicago area.
2: Canadian Canadian Ben.
0: Yeah,
3: everybody.
2: How's it going? It's uh, Yeah? It's funny because last time I was on, I was talking about how much I hated Chicago.
0: I know. And now I'm here. And now you're in Chicago. You're just a man of many travels because last, two days ago, good sir, you were in Michigan, the great state
2: of Michigan. Yep, Lansing two days ago,
0: Chicago. 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 The great O'Hara. Chicago. Watching them airplanes, Gallivans? the gallivanting airplanes. Oh, man. <laughs>
3: well, this is great.
0: I was watching Joe Rogan today. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. I'm proud. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh... You gonna
3: try some DMT later?
0: <laughs> I don't... What's... <laughs> some kind of acid, I'm yeah, guessing? Yeah, it's a
3: special sy- uh, psychopathic vampire acid.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm sorry,
3: I'm... not psychopathic. Telepathic
2: vampire.
0: I might I give it a try. I mean, we'll we'll see what the future holds.
2: I really, guys. That's I was troubling. I was very. If if I had more money, <laughs> I would have gone to a sensory deprivation tank today.
0: Bro, I don't even know what a sensory deprivation tank is. It, it what like, is
3: it, it? Numbs every sense. You're not supposed to be able to see, hear. T- I mean, you could probably taste, but it, you shouldn't. Taste
0: in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you just had like, like a hearty, ball. if you just had like a hearty dinner before going in there, you probably could taste.
3: No, you don't want to taste. You don't want to smell. You don't want to see. You don't want to feel. You don't want to do any senses. Right? Senses are not what that's about.
0: Sensational. Yep. Actually,
3: okay. it's the absence of sensational. It's completely oh. unsensational.
0: Well, that. Why would you want to do that?
2: It, Nate explain... Well,
0: what is the point?
2: It helped. It basically, what you're experiencing is way more mental, and less physical. So it helps you rest and heal and meditate if you're into that.
0: If you're into that.
3: What if you're not? into? So that? What if you're a
2: Christian and you go in
3: there?
0: Yeah, because Christians don't meditate.
3: That's a serious question, Nate. Don't just nod and smile at me
0: we pray Your
3: smug smile mm-hmm. Here's
0: the
3: thing. i've talked about this before we
0: pray for those who meditate christians, that's what we do
2: i've talked about this before christians meditate on the words a, a on the truths of no, the no i'm just
3: messing around i'm just trying to be
1: i'm, I'm just trying to be that guy there you know, it's messing i met i
0: meditate on the literacy of the bible that's what i meditate on
3: the literacy of the bible
0: the literacy of the bible
3: that's rough. That's going to be real. That's going to be a sad meditation.
0: <laughs> and then Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed.
3: <laughs> what a meditation that was. <laughs> and then and not long after that, you just this chick looked at it and she was a pillar of salt later. <laughs> that was intense. Uh. Not sure, I'm not sure if that happened, but there's a good message therein. There's a good message. <laughs> Probably nobody turned to salt, but still. Whenever you get out of a, <laughs> a negative situation, you shouldn't look back at it
0: boom yeah wait so is uh, and that's how you read
3: the bible you just look at it wait, you wait, shake wait, it wait, until wait. the truth falls out so
0: is our is our old church are we calling that like sodom and gomorrah um <laughs> don't look back at it you'll turn to stone no no i don't think looking back and
3: analyzing it is bad i think looking back and thinking about like oh man there's some great times over there i think <laughs> that could be
0: okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you're done <laughs> look at that.
3: Just try. Oh my gosh, that's bad. <laughs> Just driving on State Road sixty seven.
0: Okay. So, you I look have, over. Was... Yeah, we're driving down the road. You look over at it, and it's like, yeah, you're dead.
2: <laughs> I have a question. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What's your question?
2: Is this really our best podcasting efforts?
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: are you bringing accountability? You got, are you trying
3: to make me accountable to you right now? Maybe All right, start us to... off,
0: Nate. <laughs> start off the podcast, my guy reset reset uh, welcome to even, the podcast I think, everybody i think this is great i don't know what you guys are talking about i'm having tons of fun i'm having a blast
2: no this is this is good but we wow um yeah <laughs> i don't look look DMT. i
0: will tell everybody who's listening to the live stream right now and everybody who's listening to it once we actually get it up on itunes we don't have anything for tonight i don't know why you're listening to this i don't know why you're here yeah. We just got two
3: viewers. This is, the, this is the highest point of their live, and you're just going to say some <laughs> crap like that? I no, I thought. Now, I I could be wrong. We don't have show notes or anything, but Keith sent me a text message today and asked if we would talk about a specific topic. Yeah, and yeah. Then I said, yeah. "Oh, that's exactly the topic that I was going to have us talk about." And I said, right. "Holy
0: Spirit, you are welcome, <laughs> beer." <laughs> You're welcome, beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not?
3: If the Holy Spirit yes, came into your house, probably. would you offer him a beer, Nate? What? I would
0: hope he brought a few beers. That'd be great.
2: Yeah. At the hotel.
0: If the Holy not- Spirit, if the Holy Spirit showed up right now at your hotel, <laughs> would you hope he brought beer? <laughs>
2: Actually, no, if if that happened, I'd want to be completely sober and in the right <laughs> mind so that I could like really tweak his mind.
0: Okay. Because I got a lot of questions <laughs> like, for that guy. I got, I got some, guy. I got a song to play for you, bro. <laughs> serious guy over here. Oh, man, he's at a desk it's and everything. It's about the
3: relationship, Nate. It's about- <laughs> Dude, this is really hard, man.
0: And it's about the beer.
3: All right. Um, All right. C- can you hear us okay, Nate? Yeah, I'm- yeah bro. You're loud and clear.
0: Loud okay. and clear. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so someone, th- someone start us off.
3: So, okay. Like, start us off, like, professionally start us off, or just get us into the topic? Because I'm okay with just transitioning. Just do whatever. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: do what you want. Like dude. I was
3: saying, uh, Keith sent me a text message, and he said, bro, we should do a podcast about, like, if we could fix one thing in the church, what would it be? What would be the most impactful thing to change about church? Or uh, what, what, would, what do we need to do to fix it? You're upside church? down. Gosh, and David. then, <laughs> and then, sorry, again. no, you're good. And then I sent him a text. When because... it was sideways,
0: I could see the whole screen as a camera. Now it's only the middle part again.
3: No, no, no. I, it's whatever you I, want I, to do. I think do. you're fine. It looks cool, Nate. Looks like you put a visual effect on your boy.
0: Yeah, on your boy. Yeah. All right, go for it, Ben.
1: Uh, yeah. So like I was saying, there, guys, <laughs> Keith sent me a text message about. What would it take to fix the
3: church? What can we do to fix it? If we fixed one God dang thing about that there boy, what would it be that would be the most impactful? And I said, your answer, Keith, Keith, hey buddy, I was just going to text you and, and ask what, what would it take to save the church? Because God dang, the guy's on his last couple God dang legs here. <laughs> He's on his last couple God dang legs, this church guy. And uh, what, what, what's it going to take to save that old boy? You know, that buddy of ours, what's yeah. it going to take?
0: What's it going to take? That's that's a question. Yeah. All right, so we can all go around. So we'll, what would it... We so will, will expound.
3: Let's, let's condense it. Expand Are, we, are we asking if we could fix one thing about church? No,
0: we're not condensing. We're expounding. Okay. That's what we do on this podcast. All right,
3: so let's focus then. We
0: open up that can of condensed tomato soup and we put milk in it. We mix that bad boy up and make a meal. All
3: right. That's then, what we're then doing. We, then we split it up into three portions. We add... Oh. Exactly. We add, we add zest to one, we add oregano to the other, and then we add goddang hot sauce to the one boy. So, let's ask this one question. If you could fix one thing about the church, what would it be? No, 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 let's, let's reverse it, let's reverse it. Let's say the other the other thing first. What would it take to save the church, to make it not fail in the next 100 years? And when I say fail, I don't mean the church is going to be gone completely, because... Just like there are other – there's a Westboro Baptist Church, and it's not going away. It's just not succeeding. It is not thriving. It is not growing. It's only supported by a couple crazy people.
0: I mean, it's only like a 12-member church at this point.
3: So So how do we stop the church of – how do we stop the church at large from becoming a 12-member society or a very small percentage of people? It's already dwindled insanely. But how do we – is there a way to save it?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to take um, Christians learning how to be more open-minded. Because I think especially like with our generation, I feel like we're more open-minded about um, lifestyles, political things. E- even if like you don't necessarily agree with something – I think that a pro- a big problem the church has had in the past is that we will refute and rebuttal everything we don't agree with until it looks like it needs to look to fit into our church system. And I think what we need is – because I think there's so many people who are really trying to find God and trying to find a church they fit into, but they don't fit like they look. And the thing is
3: – And they're it, not willing to change the way that they look. To fit in.
0: Or they just don't feel comfortable. I, I think that's the biggest thing. It's it's not even a pride thing. Like, they're not willing to change. It's more no, like, no, you I... know, they go to church like they are, and they feel rejected. They feel judged. They're told, yeah, you can be a Christian, but then you've got to change everything about yourself, and you've got to put on your Sunday best. You and can't
3: like what you like.
0: Put on your comb over, <laughs> as I've <laughs> said previously. Put on
3: your comb over. <laughs> 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 okay, so you think it's because... Church isn't open enough to accept people into it right now unless they change themselves.
0: Yeah, my my thing is, so I church think the, be more open. I think the church should be able to accept anybody um, from any lifestyle, even if they don't necessarily agree with it. I'm not saying that we have to say that because um, there's a lot of churches. that still believe like being gay is a sin. There's a lot of churches. Pretty much every church will say that. I mean, there's only a small population of people in the whole world that would say that transgenderism is an acceptable thing, but it doesn't matter what topic it is, whether it's a sexual thing or just a lifestyle thing or like, you know, in anything, any, any kind of sin at all. We have to be willing to say like, yeah, there are literally billions of imperfect people in the world and we've got to be able to accept them for who they are and hope that Jesus is going to work on their heart and not expect everyone to fit into this mold of what a Christian is supposed to look like. And then they'll fit in here. To me, I feel like that's the biggest thing. It's a cultural divide. Yeah. The culture of church is like this old-fashioned thing that it's just not its not our culture anymore. And I'm not saying that the church has to change what we believe to fit into culture. But we have to at least be willing to admit that culture is changing and we have to figure out how to interact with it. Not necessarily change what we believe, but learn how to interact with the culture better. Oh, no, yeah.
3: That's what you're asking. You want to change everything we believe.
0: That, that's it. Yeah. Socialist. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. <laughs> yeah. If anything, the so church I, is more socialist would, than our freaking
0: government. Let me take... All the, like, give me 10% of everyone's income, and we'll take it, and we'll divvy it up how we see fit. It's
3: supposed to be more socialist, but it's actually probably more capitalistic. That's why there's so much competition and fighting for profits among churches.
0: Just well, like, if it's know. supposed to be socialist, I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, you need to get close to your mic or something.
3: Oh, okay. You're not registering. Okay. Am I muted?
2: No. <laughs> okay.
3: All right. It, Weigh in on that, Nate. What what would you what yeah. would it take to save church?
2: So i I agree with you the points, points that he made, said. and I think that that is close to what I would say. Um, for me though, I would say probably off the top of my head, the most important thing that I see the church lacking uh, that is pushing people away rather than pulling them in is that there seems to be no real or very little real encouraged um, personal pursuit of experiences rather than adopting doctrine that's been tested and approved for a couple thousand years. Like I really think that we owe it to the individual to seek God themselves and bring their own revelations to the table, and not just be shut down if it seems unbiblical, like right off the bat. Um, yeah, if that makes any sense, like it I just I feel like uh, we have to live out somebody else's faith rather than our own in most churches, and so that's yeah, what I would preach, say is a big talk for a lot of people. You know you, you, you enter kind of like what Keith said, you enter into a church and the first time you're there, they're like, Oh, you know, come just as you are, blah, blah, blah. We don't expect you to be perfect. We'll love on you. But then it's like, as soon as you accept Jesus, it's like, all right, you're part of the program. Believe what we believe rather than let's, you know, all help each other seek God and figure out what we can figure out from God. Cause if, if a relationship with God is just what everyone else has that, isn't founded on much other than a book, then it's just not going to draw people in. It needs to be more personal than that.
0: Well, my question is, and I'll be like the antagonist in in this conversation, but is it necessarily a bad thing if the westernized structural church died? Or would it be a bad thing?
3: Uh, no, that's that's the that's the real question here.
0: If if the church it's not did worth fail. answering
3: the question if it's not worth saving.
0: Yeah, so that's what we what we really have to. Sorry, I had a burp there. We have to figure out, um, yeah, we have to get down to the root of that. Like, okay, what could the church do to be saved? And does it even need to be? I mean, when you have, you know, 70% of millennials that don't even want to go to church and a lot of the generation before us that don't even want it now and that definitely the generation after us, I don't know anybody younger than me that actually goes to church. So with like, People falling out of church in record numbers, man. That's got to be, <clears throat> you know, at least to some, that's got to be a sign that it is broken. In does it if something is that broken? Does it? Okay, so let me do an analogy. So I I play this game called PUBG, right? Call of Duty just released a game, a, a new BR mode that they're going to implement in Black Ops Four called Blackout, and it's their BR version, their Battle Royale version. And it is just 10 times better. It's smoother, plays better, less lag, don't get kicked from games, more consistent. In every aspect, the game is better. The problem with PUBG is it's broken in the code. Like, the actual code that they use to write the game. So in order for that game to fix itself and get back on top, they would have to rewrite the entire game. As it is right now... They've lost 50 to 60 percent of their player base this year, and with these new BRs coming out, it's not expected for them to pick back up and get back on the top. So, my question is that game needs to die because it's just outdated. The only way to fix it is to rework the entire thing. Do we it's okay to let that fade in whatever's next, whatever the revolution of that particular gaming is going to be let that happen so what i propose is you know would it be better for westernized structured church to die out and let whatever the next wave of christianity is going to be let it just be that
3: yeah no uh- i i i fully agree with that point and this might be kind of depressing to say, but I think it's kind of true. And whether it's depressing or not isn't really the issue. Uh, it's, I mean, the facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. Um, Ben Shapiro quote right there. Um, but the truth of the matter is that.
1: Uh,
0: Bashtang, bench I,
3: I, bench I, I don't know
1: why it's so hard to say this,
3: but <laughs> like, oh man, I think that what the church needs forgive me for saying this. This doesn't make any sense, but I think what the Say church, it, it
0: doesn't I, have to make sense.
3: I think what the church needs to survive is it needs to die.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, but so are we just answering a question that we pose that doesn't even matter? Um, No, because
3: Here's what I, think, I, think. I think, yeah, go, go ahead, Nate. I'll, I'll follow up on it.
2: Here's what I think. As I am completely all for, Uh, people maintaining the right to own a church building and have services every Sunday, blah, blah, blah. I'm all for that legally. Um, I think it would probably be in the best interest of the church as a whole. I don't think this will ever happen, but ideally I think they need to come together and be like, look, if any of this is real, let's kill our baby and dang,
3: son, that is, that is not we are <laughs> not for
0: we're <laughs> not pro choice, okay? <laughs> you heard it okay. here first, guys. No, I'm oh,
2: just I'm just kidding. You're that was a joke. <laughs> Wait, what, so what I mean is no, we let's got make the thing that we love the most apparently as church uh, the as the church which is our buildings and our financial security and our coffee and our donuts and kill it and see what rises rise again you know i feel so like if, that's if we kill the phoenix rising
0: about. from the ashes if we kill
3: that what even is church if we kill all that what even is church
2: that's, uh the body uh, well, of christ then <laughs> those those who believe that what what's the biblical definition of church
3: wait so you're saying it's Go. not about the building it's about the people
0: gosh damn yeah,
3: it so like, it's like uh, it's like you're saying it's like thor wow. 3 it's like what it's like what Odin says in Thor 3. Asgard is not a place. Asgard is a people. Is that what you are you trying to preach Thor 3 to me right now over no, over the internet like Nor, that happen Norse happening.
0: Are you are you are you Wiccan? Yeah.
3: Uh I'm going to need yeah. an answer. I'm going to need an answer <laughs> on that. So No, it's it's no, a good I'm point. Wicked. I mean it's
0: true, right? <laughs> Sorry,
3: we just threw you off, but no, that's that's the that's the thing. I agree with you. Yeah, I believe yeah, I, in- Go I'm just it.
2: saying, do your thing. okay, so you you asked me what's gonna fix the church. At the time that I left the church, I was the church. So my life right now is speaking what I feel would help me as the church. I killed the baby of the coffee, donuts, financial security of an organization and a building, and I went on a path of pursuit of God. If I have to by myself in my own way that nobody else gets or understands. If everyone would do that, we would find ourselves in a lot of different places. But I think that the real body of Christ, if that's even real, would show itself to actually be powerful. So, yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Amen and amen. Yeah, no, I'm,
2: I'm so down for all this.
3: There's I honestly... Uh, coming from the even biblical perspective, I think that the Bible supports what you just said is that uh, they will uh, – Jesus said that – he didn't say they will know that you are mine by the place you hang out on Sunday morning and Wednesday night. Exactly. He said they will know that you are mine by the love you have for one another. And I honestly think that that's so opposite right now. The thing that identifies a Christian more than anything else is whether or not they go to church on Sunday. If you're in the office talking about it, you usually don't talk about like, man, that guy just – he really loves people because I, that's how I know he's a Christian. That That's not the subject. That's not the topic. And it, I think that really office conversation or, or coffee table conversation or just whatever Starbucks conversation really reveals a lot about what the church is doing wrong and what it would take to save it is – just the light that Christianity is cast yeah. in at a cultural level has nothing to do with, I mean, most of the Bible.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'll say this. Back when I was still going to church regularly and I was deeply involved in ministry and stuff, my Christian life was not defined by where I went to church or when I went there or how often it at least through my eyes and the eyes of those closest around me, and you guys can testify to this. What was most important to me was the amount of time and the amount of people I was spending time with outside of church, you know, who, who were Ryan and I bringing to our own into our own lives and impacting and how are we allowing God to move through our actual lives rather than an event that we went to once a week you know even even if those guys ended up coming to church with us that wasn't the end goal there was more than half the guys that would go to our group or hang out with us and never even went to a church service but they were in our lives and
3: more of what church should be was happening with those people and you than it was happening on Sunday mornings
2: so, Sorry say that again
3: So more first- of what church should be was happening with you and Ryan and those people than what was happening on Sunday morning. There was more of what the church should have been. If it were to be saved, what it would take for it to be saved is that it would look more like that and less like what happens in most Sunday services.
2: I mean, I think so. And that's not me saying that it was, like, perfect or that we were doing anything amazing because, in all honesty, looking back on it, I cringe over half of it. But I still think that it was way uh, way more genuine and... and um I guess Jesus-like, if you look at the account of his life, than anything we did on a Sunday morning. Really, I mean that's just my opinion, but
3: yeah. So that just that automatically speaks to the level of cringe that you had about church, and not just you, but like the rest of the world has that e- exponential amount of cringe when it thinks of church as a whole, and that's the problem. That's why it should Dude, probably yeah. die.
2: I'll be honest, driving trucks all the time. Around the Bible Belt of the U.S., I see all these uh, billboards and stuff, or you know, farmers putting up you know fence row signs about you know Jesus is coming back and you know eight five five Truth and stuff like that. Call this number. And my my gut reaction these days is to just flip it off. (laughs) You know, like I just want to be like, you're doing it wrong. You know, like I'm not really even. A believer right now and all that but if I was I get what you're doing wrong and it frustrates me because I want to be able to look at Christianity even if I'm not a Christian and be like that's a respectable group of people that I once associated with and I wish them the best and I think they're doing a great thing in the world but half of what I see going on with the Christian stuff is just like frustratingly painfully just ineffective.
0: Well what sucks is that the church is just not vulnerable and I feel like that's the biggest aspect of it because I feel like at the church that we used to be a part of we could even sit down and have conversations like this um, with pastors and stuff like that you know to an extent and but the thing is it's not vulnerable like you would have conversations like this but then it would get covered up with cliche services and We're going to like work on the background trying to systematically change things and we're going to make them better with some kind of program or some kind of implement, some kind of system, come up with some new class that's going to get people involved. When really, I think the church just needs to be vulnerable and open, kind of like what we're doing right now. Like we're taking what we're doing, the conversations that we are just having about church, about God, about religion, about how religion correlates with everything, culture, politics, the church, the body of Christ, whatever, you know, we're putting it out on iTunes and up on different platforms. And now we're streaming it to Facebook and we're putting our conversations out there where we're just being vulnerable talking about, you know, like, yes, I'm still a Christian. I want to work this out, but how do we make this something that works? And I think that's a big thing that the church will ask is, Vulnerability, because we want to keep up this. Uh, the church wants to keep up this facade. The, and I wrote a song, and in it, I wrote, um, "So go put on your Sunday best and your mask of Bible mache." And I feel like the lyrics really hold true to what church really is, because you know we're taking these cliche Bible scriptures and we're covering up what's really going on. And when I had the conversation with the guy from the Mind Shift podcast. I was talking Great to combo him. by the way yeah I was talking to him about my biggest discrepancy really? with church um, it, it is that we don't talk about real shit right we can't we don't talk about cussing and drinking and what we're struggling with and what's going on in our hearts we talk about you know the cliche things like oh you're struggling with depression well God's just gonna give you peace oh you're struggling with whatever this is what's going on you're doubting your faith just quote, that God's going to give you faith. You know, let me just pray, lay hands and pray over you. And it's like, no, like you need to work. Everyone needs to work their shit out. And that's what being a Christian is about, figuring out what you believe and figuring out how to interact with the world with it. And that's why I go back to my original point where I was talking about the thing that the church needs to do to really save itself is learn how to interact. Stop being so like antisocial and so... uh narcissistic that all you think about is yourself all you think about is your image and how you're going to get more people to your church and how you're going to make better services you know like stop being so narcissistic stop being so egocentric and start actually seeing the world and people for who they are and learn how to freaking interact with them you know stop shutting your doors to people who need you stop shutting your doors to the people inside of them I'm kicking your own people out. Quit
3: sending your freaking (laughs) people on sabbaticals. (laughs) It's not worth it. Uh,
0: Rant over. Yeah, no. Okay, so so to follow up
3: up on all of that is that, I mean, I totally agree with you, Nate. Focus on the people, not on the building, if you want your Sunday service to be successful.
2: So, uh, yeah, I think... Though what you just said is true and that's what I meant, I also think there's not – I guess the bigger part of what I was saying is there's not enough encouragement for people to dig within themselves. So like somebody comes to church and you're like, oh, this is great. Dig into me, bro. You know what I mean? That's kind of what, like the whole discipleship thing. Uh, Ooh, it's basically like find God through me, Yeah. you know, when I think it really needs to be more like, okay, dig within yourself. Cause supposedly the image of God is within you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh,
0: well, every other world religion, it's all about even the Eastern religion. It's all about finding yourself within yourself,
2: you know, and it's every like other central enlightenment, you know? Yeah. Every um, other like Eastern yeah.
0: religion, every world religion will say, find yourself within yourself, find God within yourself. And then Christianity where like, all right, follow this pastor. Come on.
2: Yeah. It's all weird. Like most, most, uh, walks of life that have anything to do with like religion or or sports or anything like that. You know, you have mentors, people that train you and stuff. And, I think it, it's only natural that if you're going to take spirituality really serious, that at some point you're going to probably find somebody like that. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, I would say just don't submit to anyone unless you really know what that person needs to look like in order to properly lead you. You know, if, if digging in yourself, you're like, I need a C type person, like, cause that's the type of person I am or whatever don't go after the first person that offers their services for spiritual leadership. If they just need the right fit, you know, um, I think we saw a lot of that with discipleship in our group with all the best of intentions. I think that people who made themselves available picked up all the wrong people to lead. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. It should have been more on a one-to-one individual basis. Like who is really the best fit to be, A mentor in this person's life You know it's not just about hey I know Some spiritual stuff come learn From me it really is like Do you have time the heart The capability to basically Raise a child I mean that's
3: It it really it's like Who was even Actually friends with That person you know what I mean like More exactly if, if you were already Friends with someone before you brought Jesus into the picture That means you're probably qualified to bring Jesus into the relationship because the relationship already exists. If you try to build a bridge between two people with the Christian belief as the only glue, that relationship isn't strong enough to support something that could alter both of those people's lives. It just usually isn't. You know what I mean? If you can develop a friendship, then you're qualified because you actually have a reason to interact with this person. But the right. glue that holds you together isn't going to be doctrine. The glue that holds people together is going to be, I don't know, a real freaking relationship where like I like to do things with you that aren't just talk about Jesus.
0: Now that's a revolutionary thought.
3: Friendship right. in the church. <laughs> Can you do it? I don't know. You're kind of a jerk. So
2: maybe you should be better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean no, just – That's good. That's good. Uh, for example, then you know – um, since you threw it out there, you know, uh, why was your relationship with Ryan Thetford so in fundamentally influential in your early Christian walk? Because you guys outside of spiritual things had some kind of a ease of connection, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, so, I, I don't know. With, with him, it was more like I was inspired. Genuinely to be like him. Like he was he was the embodiment of what I wanted to be. I like literally remember being at a show. Uh, it was a Hydro Ocean party show and he came to the show and it was great. And we were laying down the jams. There were some sick breakdowns. We were opening up that pit. Yes, exactly. Ooh, Nate. Nate, Nate knows what it's about. Nate knows what it's about. Keep dancing. So... <laughs> No, but we were there, and he was outside at night after our set just talking to some guy about God. Like, he's like, I don't know, man. Like, do you think that the, the moon just, like, freaking happened? Like, it's just so much crap. And, and he's preaching the gospel, but in a really relatable way, not in like a, <laughs> are you confident that if you died today, you'd go to Canadian hell or Canadian heaven? <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. It it's wasn't, Canadian Ben.
0: He's it, back. It, it,
3: it wasn't like that. It was just like a really natural conversation. And I walked away from seeing that happen and being like, Yeah, dang, that is what I want my life to look like. This guy loves me. And he's just out here yeah. being bold about what he believes. And I'm and, sure
0: in that moment, he wasn't, he wasn't doing it because he's like, oh, I need to make disciples. Because, he wasn't looking at me Because my, like, my fruit has to show otherwise I'm not really a Christian.
3: He wasn't like, Ben, are you going to come out here and watch me do this? I was inside playing my set and I just happened to come out and see this guy being totally genuine about what he believed enough to talk to a stranger about it. And I was like, bro, this is what I want to do. Yeah, Like it was what I believed at the time and it was the perfect expression of it. Someone who loves a kid that he doesn't know or owe anything to and also a guy who's just real about what he believes enough to bring it up in everyday conversation. And I was like, God dang it. I want to be just like this guy. And that made me want to have a friendship with him. Yeah, okay, I mean, sure, cool. yeah. I want to be discipled so by actually, him. It was based on friendship and inspiration. So it
0: wasn't the – the coffee and the cool outfits hell and no the music hell no
2: <laughs> dude ryan used to dress so suave he was yeah he,
0: he was a youth pastor to his core
2: no he was a freaking he was like
3: a mega church youth pastor to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to 12 kids we were he like was. smelled like farts and like uh, over chewed gum and he was like hey these are my best friends and he's wearing like skinny jeans and like pointy <laughs> shoes that have buckles on them and aldo brand and just a way cool guy aldo. way too cool to be hanging out with us but yeah. it wasn't just because he
0: wanted disciples hey. it was because he loved us fun fact do you guys i don't know if you were really a big part of it nate but do you remember back when it was uh it was a cool thing to have like that we all had like the cool design like button-up shirts I still have those. <laughs> those are in my closet Maybe. right now. No, I don't. I don't. Did you ever have any of those, Nate? Like no. I'm talking about, like the English laundry shit. Like
2: um, I know what you're talking about. The
0: white shirt yeah. like, it looks with like the decals it, on it. Like and... it's
3: got like two saber-tooth fangs <laughs> yeah. coming down, wavy right here, and then it's got four. I count them, four little pieces of cloth that come up out of the shoulder and button.
1: Yeah, yeah. one,
3: two, <laughs> For no reason. three. For. Like, why are okay, so those can, there? Can I explain can They I serve explain no what that purpose.
0: fashion is? Yeah, yeah. What's up?
2: That, that fashion is... Is it fascist? It, it, it is the store, Buckle meets Family Christian Bookstore. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. No, I'm, I'm serious.
3: Too. Like, if you look at the guys on the back of the books in the Family Christian Bookstore, you can tell where they shop. <laughs> and it is not at Goodwill. It is at the Buckle. The Buckle. The yep. Buckle. Yeah, Actually, it's now discussed. it's probably more like urban yeah, outfitters. It it's probably more like urban outfitters now, but
0: look, 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 this is what it is. If you have like a cool like undercut comb over, which I don't even know if undercuts were were uh, like they were the big things. But anyways, if you had like a cool kind of hair hairdo going on, you had an English laundry, button-up shirt, a nice pair of skinny jeans and some leather shoes, you're set. You're youth pastor ready. That's what it comes down to.
2: So cringy, dude. So okay. Cringy. So before we get no,
3: off I... on the topic of youth pastor fashion, I feel like I feel like we may need to divert. I feel that like that to needs to
0: be like a mini series, right?
3: fashion in the church. I mean,
0: like welcome to the youth pastor fashion.
3: What <laughs> we're gonna like uh, agnostic eye for the pastor guy? I don't know. <laughs> yes. <I> don't know. <laughs>
0: Do you watch that show? Yeah, heck yeah, I watch Queer Eye for, for the Straight the Guy. Guys. Hey,
3: if you guys haven't watched the first episode of season two of the new Queer Eye for the Straight Guy on Netflix, no, you should it. watch it. You'll cry real tears. I'm not. I'm not messing with you. Because believe it or I'm not, I'm not, not just trying to be edgy. I'm not trying look, to look. be a mega church. I don't care if you. I, I, I don't. It's really good.
0: Because look, believe it or not, let me wake you up, Church.
3: Nate's like, get the freak off my podcast. If the
0: church were a thing and it were listening, gay people are not abominations. They're not horrible people. Did you hey, have the echo on? Fun fact. I did. I had the echo on. They fun care. You know, they care, even you know if me? you don't agree with them. They care, and they are Nate people, hates you. Nate and they want to be loved and respected, just like everyone else. Rant guess, over.
2: Guess, guess what else fits in that category, biblically? What? Swine.
0: Swine. Pigs. Yeah, fuck pigs.
2: Oh, dang! That's <laughs> awful.
0: Don't you? Don't you think that's, think that's really? I'm all my bacon away, son. Don't you think that's really screwed up?
2: That um, the same word is used for gays as it is for. Well, first off, I don't think it's appropriate.
0: Where are we going into this? Hold on. Let's do it. Uh,
2: yeah, we're we're going into this okay because i've got a problem three
0: straight white men live on facebook i have a
2: problem, have a problem with the whole clean and unclean animal thing and especially when the creator of those things come out and comes out and says that they're abominations yeah that seems really yeah like didn't why you say this was good yeah. you know what i mean yeah like, why would you, you say you... this was good why would it's you create weird. something yeah it,
0: that's true that's true he created everything and said it was good. And then yeah. he's like, by the way, F that thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Definitely stay away from that hemp. It's evil.
0: Yeah. That's the worst thing. I created
3: it, but it's straight up devil juice. Devil Doesn't fire, even... devil smoke, devil devil
0: la la la. la, la. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyways, yes. Well, even even on the, getting onto the uh, like the gay topic, right? Like God made everybody, and I don't think that like homosexuality is like I wouldn't put it on the same line as like gender dysphoria or anything like that, where it's like you know, with with gender dysphoria, it is like a up until like the last year. I mean, people looked at it as an actual mental disorder, and most doctors still do. It's only like 2% of the population that don't believe, or that, you know, that are like that or whatever, which there's nothing wrong. People can do whatever they want. All I'm saying is you don't have to agree with it. And back to, like, on the whole gay thing, right? Like, God made those people. They think the way they do, and it's such a... I, like homosexuality especially in today's culture it's like such a vast thing i don't understand how like that all those people can just be hellbound. like with someone literally with someone literally like thinking like you know going against their actual chromosomes and stuff i could see how you can make that leap but based off just like sexual attraction or whatever i don't i don't understand how how that can how that can be condemnable, especially in today's culture, you know, I don't know. So
3: I, I just want to say the thing that I think that the church needs to save itself. Well, <laughs> Let's get off yeah, that topic. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a totally fine topic, but I,
0: which I'm okay. To talk I don't, about. I'm,
3: I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the listeners that are just scrolling through our list of topics and saying, what do I want to listen to? And if they pick on this one, Half of the episodes are going to not be about what they picked to listen to. Right. But that's fine. I mean, screw them. That's I mean, <laughs> I just jump around.
0: <laughs> I jump around on like tw- 200 different topics whenever I podcast. So I need I someone to ground me. Hey,
3: my my so, my, what are we my, talking about? my mom's cowboy boyfriend said, hey, half the time I can't tell what the heck you guys are talking about. So I'm just trying to take his criticism literally.
0: Yeah, I mean, you do your thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
3: No, uh, but no, it's a, uh, on the topic of what would it take to save the church, I think that the church would have to start paying way less attention to detail and just like get focus on the big picture like it's the big picture. Um, rather than getting into like every freaking area of everyone's theology and their life and their sins and being like, we need to figure this out. What you really need to do is figure out the big picture And when you get that down, then you can move on to these little things once you understand how it's supposed to work. Like, for example, I don't know, the great commandment, Jesus, the guy that everything is even about, the reason that we have a church building, that the carpet matches the paint and that the lights are on time and that the fog machines are going. The, the I reason, thought you were going to say something. The, the, <laughs> nope. wasn't going to say
0: that because I <laughs> the get the carpet it. matches the what
3: the the, the paint <laughs> the paint Keith. Um. No. Uh. But, uh, but just being real, the 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 guy, the guy, Jesus said. So what do we need to freaking do? And he's like, I, I get. It. I, I know. I know you. St- oh, sorry, Mister Printer. He said, "I know you're stupid
2: today. I know
3: you're stupid, and I know you, you're going to have a hard time getting this. But you just got to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul." And thanks, Mister. She always
0: does this every time I'm podcasting. She wants to print something off, so I, I just <laughs> shut it down. I'll, I'll suffer the recourse later. Oh my.
3: Okay. So he said, "The Great Commandment." Same guy talking about that with that buildup. Just remember how much I built that point up.
0: All right. Uh, it built it, and now I'm going to tumble it down.
3: Yeah, and now we're, d- d- again, okay, and now we're still going, okay, and the point is that, Wait, do that he again. said, the point is, he said, to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love people as you love yourself, and think about if we got that point and understanding it and putting it into practical application, imagine if we got that down first. How much better would the church be? Yeah, no,
0: I agree with you on that. Do you think
3: we'd have so many denominations? Do you think we'd have so many uh, gay people that feel rejected by the church? Do you think that we'd have so many people that feel like garbage for all, all, all these teens that are really going through life? Their hormones are raging and they feel terrible for just the natural desires that they have? Do you think we would have all of these problems... With Christianity, if we just figured out the freaking big points first, it's been 2,000 years and we have either forgotten how to do it or not cared to do the greatest thing that our savior commanded us to do. And we were like, We traded that in for some crappier other stuff. Like, Are you sure you're not gay? Because if you are, you're going to hell. No, you sure I, you're not going to get a divorce?
0: Because if you do, you're going to hell. I agree with you on that point. I'm glad you derailed me, stupid, because we could have gone into some. Really offensive stuff there for a second, which, <laughs> which I'm not even against going into. Yeah, let's but, get offensive. But uh, like when I go into your post or whatever, um, they like because you have such an influx of people that uh, that you interact with. I mean, you've got you've got Christians, atheists, agnostics, Wiccans, gay, straight, like every you you just know so many people. I
3: don't pre-screen my friends. I just am friends with everybody, regardless of what they believe.
0: Yeah. i I agree with uh, christy here how about love us through all our mistakes instead of judge us yeah bam christy thank you and that is the next point i was going to get to right here right like if we could just get back to the truth of what the gospel is because i love your post but at the same time i feel like you do it on purpose i just
3: post stuff (laughs) and i start a (laughs) no 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 no, 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 no. every day
0: you post really trolly things dude you cannot lie you're literally like, what's going to set people off today? What do you guys think about gay marriage, huh?
3: I blame <laughs> freedom memes. That's the page that gets me in trouble all the time. It says Muffreedom just...
0: memes. But like like my point here, right? Um, so if we could get back to the basics like you're talking about, like Christy's talking about, like we're all thinking, right? If we could get just back to the point of like, let's love each other. Let's get to the love of God. And let's figure all the other shit out. Let's just go I mean, with it. it's
3: even okay to put it on
0: the back burner for now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Let's focus on what the important thing is. And that is knowing God. And just like when I talk about, you know, even my faith in God and everything is on the altar. I don't care. I'm not worried about it because I feel like whatever's true is going to come out in the end. In the same way... I'm not going to sit here and hold all these different standards to somebody's life. Like, this is who they're supposed to be. This is what they're supposed to believe. This is who they're supposed to love. Let you be you and let God work that stuff out.
3: Yeah. And you know what? Like, oh, man. Mm. You know why I feel so passionate about this is because I am, as Keith has dubbed me on many episodes where I haven't been there, but I'm okay with this title. What's is you? super churchy guy.
0: You are, though. <laughs> you're, you're a churchy guy. You're the most churchy guy I know that uh, yeah, I
3: interact with. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, That's I, where my judgment I, comes from I, on that. I hate the term, but I also, it's a. T- I hate being Because the, you know so many mo-
0: other churchy guys. If
3: I'm the most churchy guy, <laughs> like, I'm literally like the biggest douchebag on earth because I just think of like most people see the church as like jerk, totally ignorant, bigot, ridiculous
0: but or like the 10 80 year old men that i encountered the one time i went to your church that are like so you come back next week yeah okay fine
3: (laughs) those people i'm not that guy trust me (laughs) but i'm willing to be a part of that family because i believe in what it's really supposed to be yeah so much so that i'm willing to camp myself you know in in a lot of ways i'm willing to camp myself with those people because i believe that if we just did it right, it would be so good. It would be so goddamn good if we just did it right. So I'm 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 going to be on the inside of the church watching and helping it die so that we can realize this dream of seeing the church become something that it should be or deserves to be, something worthy of having the title, the church, where it's not about the building, it's not about the the lights it's not about what we believe it's not even about our freaking theology it's just about jesus and the great first and most important god dang commandment
0: yeah <clears throat> do it and that's what pushes rah, rah,
3: rah. so okay so now you know what i get passionate about i'm done
0: well I, I have a question
3: yeah ask it
0: um god dang what do you guys think about god dang. what do you guys think about deep fried twizzlers
3: I think About that
0: boys. deep fried twizzlers.
3: Deep fried deep deep fried twizzlers.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Get on the get on the train.
3: Like you put it dude. in oil and cook it real hot with some breading on it. No. Yo, oh, deep
2: fried twizzlers. Uh, I thought you were saying pride like gay like <laughs> like deep pride. Rainbow twizzlers. twizzlers. I, like, I thought they had like rainbow twizzlers. I was like eat them i don't care
0: no like
2: deep deep deep, fried twizzlers dude people are messed up
0: (laughs) no 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 no, no. you gotta try it dude you gotta try it
3: this is gonna be the greatest thing to watch in a little bit after i just got like so super (laughs) heated about a passionate point and like keith's like deep fried twizzlers
2: (laughs) i've literally i've been i've been trying to think of a of like a tangent topic to come up with for like a good minute because i i was just getting like
0: dude (laughs) Who, look, look, look. Who needs a tangent? <laughs> who needs Who needs a tangent, right? When you can... Oh, they do have rainbow Twizzlers? Right. Dude, remarkable. Deep, look, 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 look. Deep fried pride Twizzlers. <laughs> I'm dying laughing over this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, so... Hey, hey Ben. Ben,
3: yeah. give us...
2: They're trying to get me off my soapbox
3: because you have to freaking tackle me pretty goddamn hard
0: right in the <laughs> balls. Canadian, Canadian Ben. No,
2: do, do, you do that, for that Scottish name? or whatever accent you were doing earlier. That that British accent, but do a commercial for deep fried fried Twizzlers. Do it right now. Deep,
1: deep fried fried Twizzlers. Go for it. I don't it. even know if I can do a commercial about deep fried Twizzlers. They're the greatest. <laughs> The greatest source of diabetes and heart disease that is currently available on American markets. It's terrible for you. Buy it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh shit! Uh, dude, that's like a, <laughs> this that's is a very like you know. informative podcast. Oh, I love, it is. I love talking about church Look, and fried <laughs> twizzlers.
0: Look, if you can't that's talk,
2: the, if you can't Austr- no. You know who you are? You're the pastor of Hillstong in in Australia. (laughs) What God wants you to do right now
1: is reach into your coffers and (laughs) cough up some of your money for missions.
0: And deep fried pride twizzlers.
1: God is not amused. (laughs) Okay. Amused. (laughs) I'm thinking
0: about cutting my hair. Just a side note. (sighs) Alright, that's it, that's it. I'm done.
3: What in the hell? <laughs> okay, alright, so... I,
1: I'm so,
0: tired of my hair.
3: So, in in summary, boys, in summary to our point, so we can move on and I can feel comfortable leaving this topic dead.
0: But I'm not done.
3: Oh, okay, alright, then...
0: Uh, look, look.
3: Okay, hold on. Uh, denominations suck and Beep. get the... Big stuff right first.
0: And deep fried pride Twizzlers. I am
3: not writing that down.
1: Come on, bro. I'm not writing that down.
0: Oh, side note. Why else?
1: Nights falling asleep sleep over there. If
0: the one thing... I, I, would, I will say the one thing that the church has gotten better at is music. For what it's worth.
3: Yeah, they don't suck as bad... I'm done. They don't suck as bad as they used to. I can't say
0: I love hey, it. Hey, I
3: miss you. Are you... Nate, are you in your sexy boxers right now?
0: He's in his tighties. Shorts.
3: Oh, I, I saw some knee and then some thigh. Oh, you've got
0: some like no, like some fifty swimmer shorts on.
3: Oh, they uh, god, they're they're pretty nice, guys. Quick, talk about church. Ryan Miller's watching. Oh, talk about uh, church.
1: Uh. Uh. Hi, old Jesus.
0: So, church, no, God kidding. isn't that <laughs> bad. Hi,
1: Jesus. Whoa, whoa, Nate! You can't do that on Facebook. This video Jesus. is about to get taken down. Well, no, just, no! Stop it. What are you doing?
0: You pretty it's much, Jesus, you man. pretty much just dropped the end Nate, bomb. Nate just joined the alt right. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh. Anyways, so church God isn't that no bad and stuff.
3: Okay, so what was your other point about what could save the church? If anything could save the church,
0: it, th- me. Yeah, I thought you said you had more about <laughs> yes. that point. Uh, expounding, right? Yeah, that's pretty much all I had.
3: Expounding, <laughs> expounding was all you had. I
0: look- I was the first one who made my point. You never said one thing that the church should
3: – I was just saying let's wrap it up and then you're like, no, no, no. I got more, bro. got more. OK. okay. So let's wrap it up then. Do
0: you have another topic we can yes. talk
3: about? Yes. OK. So um, so five things that it would take <laughs> to up, save Ryan? the church. Five things that it would take to save the church. <laughs> yes. One.
0: Five things. Let's talk about it.
3: Five things. <laughs> the church needs to be more vulnerable and its leaders yes. cannot act as if they are not of this world. They need to expose their weaknesses and the terrible things going on in their life as if they're real because they are. So the congregants will believe that they are somehow savable. Every single one of them, even the people that come to church and they don't think they deserve to even be there, will feel comfortable when the church becomes vulnerable. Not focus on the building. Maybe even do away with it. So much money is poured into church buildings and yet they serve very little of the purpose of the original intended church it is literally just a building that gives people an excuse to feel like they are part of the christian faith when in fact many of them even the ones that live in the big churches
0: even the the mega churches
3: are not church uh are not effective interact with people they need to welcome people in the doors and not ask them to change immediately I do the first thing that I shouldn't hear about is an invitation to your twelve step program on how to make myself different and more like you. Bam. Purple book. You took. Can we dissect d- all of that? Uh, yes. Well, that's what we've been doing. I thought, but we'll dissect more of it. Denominations suck. If you can't agree with each other, god dang it, ain't worth agreeing with you, fam. Suck it. All right. Now, perfect way to put it. Getting the big stuff right first, maybe like obeying the great commandment over I. Oh, I don't know. Eh, maybe. Decide like why why not hating on sins in people's lives like you're not tithing i've heard that more on a sunday morning than i have seen expressed in many ways to many people love god look, with look, all I your heart it... soul and mind and love others as yourself can i so get the big stuff right first before you focus on the little crap like excluding gay people and doing all that stupid can i say, stuff
0: can i say something
3: yeah, I, I'm sweaty you, and you, mad. Do you, ah,
0: do you need some anxiety medication? No. Okay. i uh, Okay, 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 okay. So I got to give it to pastors. Their ability to work tithe into any scenario, dude. Like, you are... A, a, you should be a car salesman. You are good. No, less money. How do less you, money
3: in car sales.
0: <laughs> like, how? How does that happen? You could be doing a, a sermon about the freaking... Sacrifice of Jesus and somehow make it to, I don't know. Like you can't talk Some
1: about- gave all. Jesus paid with his blood. God only
3: asks you for 10% and you can't show up? Get real.
0: 15% if you miss a week.
3: That is the stupidest BS I've ever heard in my life.
0: Leviticus.
3: Leviticus can suck it because that's not real.
0: All right. Uh, so, Fred, what were some of your points that you just made?
3: So, okay, yeah, we can dissect these a little bit uh, as as you want to. Um, I mean, I'm am okay to just talk. Vulnerable, Kevin Coffey. Oh, preach oh. it, boy! Yeah, hey, dude, Kevin, I love. Yeah, right, just so you know, every time myself. I see the vine of those two kids pillow fighting in a hotel room, <laughs> it's like Kevin, dude. Kevin, watch the light, bro. He thinks of you. And then Kevin just looks at the light and busts the (laughs) crap out of it. You're the guy that I think about every time, just Just, so you know.
0: Just because his name's Kevin? Yeah, literally. And he's just, he's he's awesome. Anytime I watch Home Alone, Kevin, (laughs) I think of you.
3: (laughs) No, I I think that way because Kevin likes vines and he likes funny stuff on the internet.
0: Dude, speaking of Kevin, dude, Skyrim VR, bro. Look, especially when you're drunk especially when you're drunk all right i'll say it i'll say it skyrim vr drunk skyrim vr and i think the church should be okay with that
2: when i was playing skyrim vr i could like i didn't have the volume up super high so i could hear you guys like jamming and screaming in the other room to some like a mirror and some stuff and it was like war chants in the background i'm like in a cave
0: like there's a like, cavern behind you around. and there's you're just imagining a just fire hear, yeah i just
2: hear like bass and like in the background i'm like the orcs are coming
0: yeah yeah
3: what, what a great life it's yeah. so good to be alive in 2018 Let me <laughs> tell you what. yeah
0: so church and skyrim any mirror
3: yeah, okay, so do you guys want to give okay. points
0: again, or do you want to just dissect them? No, yeah, let's uh, give us one.
2: Okay, guys. okay points. I have yeah, a point. points. I have a point. I have a point. Yeah,
0: uh, okay. What's your point? Let
2: it loose, Nate.
0: Nate, rant. You've got five minutes. Flying the floor is yours.
2: So if I were to ever attend church again, it would only be under one um, condition. Tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. Every, I, I want to get every you. call, you have to play in a mirror breakdown.
3: Ooh, D- done done yes. you coming on sunday
2: dude so the, the holy spirit would upon, fall upon the holy spirit would tackle upon a person's first
3: it's going to be the breakdown uh, to rusted over wet dreams
2: <laughs> yes so a, a person's salvation the first time praying a prayer of repentance take it for the paralyzer and a punch to the nuts
0: okay okay
2: or a mule kick. Uh, I don't even think that that's
3: really a mule kick. That's not going to go over very well with the progressive crowd. Any form of violence is frowned upon. It's hate speech, you know. Don't you, know?
2: you know, if you're going to have if you're going to go to a cult service, you might as well do it right.
3: No, so. you I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> Watch the light, Kevin. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that until you mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, give so give no, us let, a point. We're getting real. way off. We've talked about Haircuts. We've talked about deep fried pride twizzlers.
3: Are like, <laughs> I literally am going to title this episode our most
2: random episode ever.
0: No, I'm really liking the flow of the last couple of episodes. Probably, We've been having
2: a good time. It's probably our most terrible episode ever. No, to be dude. are you kidding me? This are is great. Kidding?
3: It's you saying this because I'm here. I remember when you guys did your episode the other day. That wasn't. No, I'm just kidding. I love you.
0: Dude. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, man. It was.
3: Two are you, saying, are you saying that because Kevin Coffee commented on on this episode? Is that why it's terrible?
2: No, that's that's the only. Kevin reason he he hates he's you.
0: Nate is a terrible person. I will say that me and Nate's episode the other day is the longest one we've put up. Two hours and three minutes.
3: I know. I tried to watch it on my way to work. I live in. <laughs> I work in downtown Indy, and I, with the drive was not long enough.
0: <laughs> you probably yeah. got it halfway.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I actually listened to it. The whole thing today on my way to Chicago.
0: Yeah, I listened to it while I was working today, so.
2: Yeah, I, I actually, I enjoyed it more listening It's okay, listening Kevin, it is all your fault. It. Yeah. I enjoyed it more listening back on it than I did actually talking about it in the moment. <laughs> I know,
0: because I feel like we did a lot less ranting than we think. But Ben, give us a point. Let's yeah. talk.
3: Okay. Uh, what, what time is it? It's, I'm going to have to get home here in a little bit.
0: Yeah, we can stop whenever you need to.
3: Okay, well, let's dissect one point. If we, could, if we could break it down and pick one thing that would impact the church the most out of these five. One thing that would impact the church the most out of these five.
0: Can you make a poll on
3: Facebook with these
0: things on there too? Yes,
3: let's do it. I, I, love tech,
0: I love technology.
3: Technology. 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 All right. Go <sighs> All right. <laughs> uh, the church should be vulnerable. It should not focus on the building, maybe even do away with it. Interact with people and culture. Uh, Denominations suck.
0: And get the big stuff right first. I mean, if we're being like literal and like what is like the literal most important thing, I would say get the big stuff right first. But for theatrical purposes, I would say denominations suck 100% because they do.
3: Theatrical purposes. We're looking for like practical purposes here.
0: No, I, I mean if we're talking straight, I want to offend as as many as many. Oh, for clickbait purposes. Yeah.
3: Okay, that De- makes no- sense.
0: Denominations suck. Okay,
3: gotcha.
2: I just want to be a part of whatever denomination like jukes out uh, mothers of newborn infants that are like, okay. Bring them up for child, you know, dedication and then make a joke about splitting the baby and <laughs> yes. getting it to do different mothers like Solomon did.
0: Dude, if there was a church that did that, I would be part of that denomination. Dude. 100%. So just so you guys just... know, I'm
3: taking notes on what you need and I'm going to create a church.
0: <laughs> terrible, a church, the church of terrible biblical puns. So don't lead me astray puns. here. No, just give us terrible biblical puns. I'm good. Church of terrible biblical puns. Yeah, if there's a bald if I I want to be a bald man when I'm old, so I can just curse as many children as I want. Yeah. So greater church of
3: puns and memes. Yeah. First first greater church of puns and memes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Would you come? I mean I'm serious. I'll I'll visit.
2: Dude, I promise <laughs> you if that was a thing, I would visit at least once. I would. I'm not going to make a whole
3: church for one visit. Yeah, I'm not going to make any money on look, that. Look,
0: there's two of us, two visits, <laughs> two visits. I'm just kidding. I'll give you my ten percent one week.
2: I'm just how about, how about this? I provide the memes, and sit back on a Sunday morning and watch a live stream of the service and just laugh. Okay. Boom. See. Okay. So no,
0: no, that's what you need to do. Just live, make a just an online church, live stream it. Just a church of bad puns. People will think it's a joke, but it's actually legit. <laughs> all right, all right so, no but
3: logistics. So, so keith picks get the big stuff right first that's yes. most important for him most on important fix church
0: get the big right the big the big stuff right all, all right,
3: right now nate nate out of these the church should be these we're picking the five things that would fix church and we're picking the one that would have the most impact the church should be more vulnerable not focusing on the building maybe even do away with it Um, interact more with the culture and people denominations suck and getting the big stuff right first
2: Uh, i probably have to go get the big stuff right first but getting rid of the building is a close second i mean I feel, honestly, I feel like you can't focus on the big stuff first if you've freaking got a building you have to worry about. Uh,
3: now, so Nate's taking my answer. He's taking my yeah. answer. I was going to say do away with the building because once you take away the greatest source of comfort that church has right now, the way that it makes its money, which is terrible, and the thing that it's holding on to that's keeping it from moving where it's at to something that actually matters, the catalyst for the crap is the building. In my opinion. Okay. I think if we remove that, we remove the catalyst for all the things that are messed up with it. The money gets better instantly. The focus of what we're trying to build gets bigger. We get more involved in everyone's lives. We have to meet them outside of a building
0: that's just set apart for weird stuff. Yeah, and uh, one thing, like, I really... I say
3: get rid of the building. That's number one most impactful thing that would help fix church. Thing we need to do to save it. Is get rid of the building because
0: it's garbage. Well, I think if we got rid of the church, right, there'd be so many churches, like tons of denominations, thousands of churches across America that would be saving all that money each month off electrical bills, water bills, uh, payments. Church built like uh, I town is building a new church right now, and it's probably it going to cost them millions of dollars to build that church, right? And I really agree with like Ben Shapiro's uh, politics, and he talks about how we don't need more welfare. Because what we need is for churches and uh, free organizations like that to step up and do more. And I feel like if we got rid of the churches, got rid of all the structures, and actually had more money to focus on what was needed, we could actually help more people out. We might be able to lower abortion rates because we could actually help mothers who are, you know, single mothers who are having children and stuff like that. We could actually – We could be
3: supportive of people and not structures. Wait, you
0: know what? The church could actually be the welfare system like God created it to be to freaking help people and not get a few people raised. Yeah,
3: I mean, That's I think... Awesome, I want to hire a company who is just super good at empirical facts and statistics to research the retail value and property value of all churches in America. I will bet... Oh, you could knock out I, the country's debt with that. I'm just willing to believe that I don't know if we could knock out like 17 trillion god dang god dang dollars here in America. Way dude. more than that now. But I do think that the amount of suffering poverty would be almost eliminated completely. Now, I'm not saying that poverty would be eliminated because that that's, need that's mindset based. People will be poor. They will always be with us because it's not a con- it's not a forced condition. It's a mindset. But If we were able to give all that money to the poor, suffering poverty, which means like people that are going hungry without food, without shelter, having untreated, very like terrible, I don't know, physical conditions, I think we would see a huge change. Now, I could also put that on the government and say the same thing about like uh prisons for money but i won't go there now but but uh, the church has the same problem we're getting political if, here. if we if we just yeah okay but uh, i think i made my point i just kept going for no reason
0: because it's a podcast you have what on a podcast you make a point and you ramble for an additional 10 minutes that's what you do that's how you eat away time and make a longer podcast that's just how things work
1: or you don't ramble and you just have quality content.
0: Look. Look, yeah.
3: Man. It's looking at you. Looking at you, pilgrims and prodigals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, I think I made my point. I say getting rid of the building is the most important. I agree. And I'm okay with – you've swayed me. I I think personally – You've changed my mind. Oh, yeah. That's what I church think, is here for.
2: <laughs> I Like to, to re-say what I said – I think that getting the big stuff right is the most important, but I don't think it's going to happen unless you get rid of the building. Agreed. So yeah. I would say that that's the most important, but step one is get rid of the building.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. totally agree. If, I, I think that like those points go hand in hand. If you focused on the big stuff first, every church would willingly sell their building. Yeah. Except Probably. for maybe one in every city, and then we could all gather And just not focus on what separates us, Nazarene and Baptist, but focus on, I don't know, the big stuff first. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that one of the big reasons why buildings are (sighs) something that so many church bodies are so attached to is it gives the leadership uh, a place to get everybody together all at once so they can kind of keep an eye on them and keep tabs on them. You know what I mean? like. If
3: I can know how many people are in my congregation and whether it's
0: growing.
2: And whether or not yeah. somebody's talking about some crazy stuff or whatever. Like
0: I can control people, yeah. It's kind of
2: micro, it's kind of micromanaging for whatever higher purpose you think you're accomplishing. Like if it was like it was in biblical times where it's like the church of Anderson or the Church of you know, Antioch or whatever, rather than like one on every street corner, which comes down to that denominational thing. But also just like if it was house to house, like it was supposed to be, and we're all a body of of Christ and believers, regardless of our differences, uh, without micromanagers. I mean, I think that's, yeah, that'd be better. I agree. Yeah. uh,
3: No. And I think, I, i'm gonna have to go soon but i think that this I, I don't know about you guys but i feel like we landed it in a pretty good spot and made a pretty good point sure i feel like i resolved things sure
2: yep. and i had I think a lot if of I, fun i think if, if i start down the rabbit trail of other thoughts that are in my head yeah I it's can, gonna be an it's gonna be an incompleted thought by the time we on the podcast so we'll just save it for another day yeah no
3: i yeah. i agree that, that's more content for later yeah.
0: No, but uh, I've been a great, I've been really liking these podcasts the last couple of days.
3: Yeah, for sure. Especially because we That's have our banner one. on below the live video. That makes it better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's aesthetically. Yeah. A- aesthetically.
3: Keith, do you care if I wrap us up, man?
0: Wrap it. Put a bow on it. Send that sh- to the Christmas location.
3: <laughs> Help us, Jesus. our moment of beat all right uh all right if you if you listen to this whole podcast if you listen to this whole podcast i love you it doesn't take more than that it's pretty easy to earn my love i love you because you listen to this whole thing and you must care about what i care about and that means that we're connected in some way uh some way shape or form and i appreciate that so thank you guys for listening Uh, If you listen to us on Facebook or if you got the link from Facebook, just give it a quick like or a share. It really increases the reach of the podcast, and I know there's more people out there that feel these intense ways about friggin' church and all the friggin' crazy goddang stuff that goes on there. You like all those Christian swear words I just threw in there? There's more of you out there is what I'm trying to say, and I would love to connect with those people for sure. So
0: yeah, um, dude. Yeah, a
3: like and a share goes a long way. Uh, God bless you, and may you convince your pastor to sell the church building.
0: Close us. Close us out in a little bit of prayer, Ben.
2: Thank you. Yes, Ben. Please close us out in a little bit of Australian prayer, please. Alright. Dear God, we ask you now that you would be the foundation under our
3: feet, and you'd also be everything to everyone everywhere in Jesus name I pray
2: Amen <laughs>
3: oh God it's terrible
0: <laughs> later uh, I love you yep hey uh go check us out on uh did you do it itunes google play stitcher uh not on not on spotify the spotify is the only place you can't find us but you can find us literally anywhere else on the internet you can just go to pippa.io and you can look us up on there too as well if they pilgrims and prodigals hit us up on gmail on twitter on facebook on the instagram that we never use because we're not cool enough and we don't take pictures
2: all right hey keith yeah this is very serious stop editing the music too early into the outro because nobody can ever hear <laughs> half the places that we are
3: yeah no i think uh, but but i will say i think we're rambling and saying stupid stuff so far it's past a perfect where we transition actually, we we that's are, what i was thinking we're saying so much stupid stuff past what we actually we wanted be to say transitioning out, out right
0: now nobody cares what we're saying right now yeah, no, yeah, I want see, the music to go. be so
3: loud they can't hear us right now. Exactly. So just make sure right. that the transition, we become indistinguishable at the correct point. <laughs> right.
2: That's we, we want them to be able to hear that we have all this presence online. And if they hear a bunch of mumbled, mumbo jumbo like right now, that's fine.
0: I got one thing to say, Nate. What? Peace off.
3: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a combination of
2: peace
0: out and signing off. off. Yeah. Wait, no, it went, piss wasn't. Fizz off was. All right, I gotta leave. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see everybody.